Assalamu alaikum. I'm Khalil Alika. And I'm Zahir Parker. And welcome to AccidentalMuslims.com. So AccidentalMuslims.com is a, a movement, a platform where we showcase present and future leaders to help us live with purpose. And we believe that everybody has a story to tell. This podcast hopes to add value. So welcome and enjoy. I was asked this question by my teacher 15, 16 years ago. And I don't know how I guessed the right answer, but uh, I got lucky. Because, you know, sometimes teachers ask you a question and you're like, uh, and you kind of wing it. You just kind of say something and hope that you're not going to get humiliated. So I've been studying Arabic with my teacher, Quran with my teacher. We went through an entire Dora of the entire Quran. And he sat me down one day and he said, Norman, what's the summary of the entire Quran in one sentence? And I was like, uh, you mean the whole thing? Yeah. Can, can I just pick the Fatiha? No, 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 the whole Qur'an. What's the summary of it? And I said, okay, accept Allah as your master and accept the fact that you're a slave. And he said, yes, you understood. And that's just because he said that all the time. <laughs> that's why I remember it. But you know, 15 years later, studying multiple tafsir, tafsir al-muqaran, linguistics, language, all this stuff, I tell you that summary holds true. More true now than it ever did. The idea is that, you know, all of our life is made up of relationships. I have a relationship with my children, with my parents. Somebody has a relationship with their spouse. Somebody has a relationship with their neighbor, with your boss, with business partners. Everything in life is built on what? Relationships. As a matter of fact, you even have a relationship with yourself. Well, this book is about the relationship between you and Allah. And every relationship has a definition. And has certain rights and responsibilities. A teacher has certain responsibilities, a student has certain responsibilities. Teachers have rights, students have rights. Isn't that the case? And if you're not clear about the rights and responsibilities, the relationship will get messed up. The thing is, there are lots of names of Allah that establish a relationship. Allah, for example, is Ar-Rahim, merciful. His end is to give mercy, my end is to receive mercy. He's the guide. He's the one who gives the guidance, Mine is to follow the guidance. Many names of Allah reciprocate into something that I must do, right? But then you have which name of Allah is actually fundamental that decides, that describes the, the basic relationship I have with Allah. It's actually not Khaliq. Khaliq means creator. So He's the creator. What does that make me? The creation, right? That's not the fundamental relationship. The fundamental relationship in the Quran is Rabb and that's the, if you understand this one, everything else falls into place. If you don't understand this one, then you can call him your creator and you're his creation. He's the guide, you're the guided, he's the merciful, you're receiving mercy. All of that is secondary. Actually, all of that is secondary. The primary is Rabb and Abd. And Rabb is the owner, the one who takes care of something, the one who ensures the growth of something. You know, Al Malik, Al Murabbi, Al Mun'im, the one who gives gifts. Qayyim, the one who maintains. These are the qualities of Rabb, and the one who's completely in charge. By the way, when you call someone Rabb, we call Allah Rabb, that means He owes us nothing. You know that? When you call Him Rabb, it actually means He owes us nothing. And when you call yourself a slave, when you call yourself a Abd, then actually means you are entitled to what? Nothing. An employee is entitled to a salary. A business partner is entitled to his share. A child is entitled to some rights from the parent, but a slave, 
A slave isn't entitled to anything. As a matter of fact, anything the master gives is a gift. Because he didn't have to. He just didn't have to. But the thing is, when we think of slave and master, these are ugly terms in the English language. Because they have an ugly history. And when we apply those terms to the, to, to the Qur'an, then it's hard to let go of the, you know, the social history and the psychological history that's already poisoned our minds about these terms. When we think about Allah as a master, then you have to understand, لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ There's nothing like Him. You cannot think of any other master the way you think about Allah. And that's why I already illustrated to you that our relationship with Allah is rooted in what first? Love. What master in history has the, the relationship with the slave that the primary bond between them is love? It's never happened before. But that's the relationship we have with Allah. What master ever says, my slaves, you can be slaves if you like, or if you want, you can disbelieve. فَمَنْ شَاءَ فَالْيُؤْمِنُ وَمَنْ شَاءَ فَالْيَكْفُرُ Which master does that? Which master shows mercy, and unimaginable mercy, even to the slaves who disobey him, who curse him, who forget him, who are enemies to him, who make fun of him, and he still gives them more mercy than can be imagined. Which master has ever done that? When masters are disobeyed, there are immediate what? Consequences. Immediately. But with Allah, there are so many atheists, there are so many disbelievers, there are so many people that have left Islam and cursed the Qur'an, and they get to eat food, and their stomach doesn't have any problems, and their heart continues to beat, and their lungs continue to function, and they have happiness in their lives too. Where did that come from? That also came from Ar-Rahman, from Allah. If you go back and you understand that lay, there are layers in the Qur'an, there are tanasubat, then you notice that when Allah introduced Himself as Rabb, the first time, that was in the Fatiha, Alhamdulillahi, Rabbil Alameen. So I'm moving along to the next point now. Allah Azza wa Jal describes Himself as Rabb. And then the first qualities of that Rabb were what? Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. And the first qualities of that Rabb here is Al-Ladhi Khalaqakum, Wal-Ladhina Min Qablikum. The one who created you. There's actually a superimposing here. In other words, Allah creating you and me is an act of Allah's loving mercy. This life that Allah has given us is an act of Allah's love and mercy. There are people who are so ungrateful for the gift of life, they say, I didn't ask to be created. I didn't ask to be here. Why did He have to make me? Stupid. You have, you have no appreciation even for the most valuable gift you have, which is life itself. Life itself is an act of loving mercy from Allah. Life is not a punishment. Life is not a curse. We are very fundamentally different from several denominations of Christianity who believe human beings since the time of Adam salam, are cursed. And the, the life of this world is a kind of punishment. It is not. It is full of blessings. It is an actual, it's an act of love and mercy from Allah. Everything Allah created, especially the human beings, He created them so He can show them His love. And that's what He says in the Qur'an itself. إِلَّا مَنْ رَحِمَ رَبُّكَ وَلِذَلِكَ خَلَقَهُمْ so he could show them mercy, and that's why he made them. That's why he created them. So here Allah says, come back to your master. Enslave yourselves to your master. The one who made you, the one who created you, meaning created you out of love and mercy. And, those who, and he created those who came much before you. And by the way, part of his mercy is he doesn't just make you and let you go. He makes you, he creates you, he gives you abilities, and then he gives you guidance on how to make your life better. And how to live the best life here, and then earn eternal life after that. And He didn't just do that with you. He's done that for people from much before you. This is actually much similar to, وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِمَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكَ 
وَمَا أُنزِلَ مِنْ قَبْلِكَ There's actually a close relationship between creation and guidance. Look at what Allah does in Surah Ar-Rahman. عَلَّمَ الْقُرْآنِ خَلَقَ الْإِنسَانِ Look at what He does in Fatih, in Baqarah. The same thing. يُؤْمِنُونَ بِمَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكَ First. Revelation was mentioned first. And then, الَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ The one who created you. Why? Because without the manual, what's the point of the product? We've been created. But the manual that will put us to work is, the, is revelation itself. And so Allah gave us revelation so we can fulfill our purpose. وَالَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you may protect yourselves. By the way, every one of these words in the Qur'an, they're not isolated, they're contextual. In this context, what are you protecting yourself from? You're protecting yourself from becoming one of those إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا سَوَاءٌ عَلَيْهِمْ You're protecting yourself from وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَقُولُ آمَنَّا بِاللَّهِ وَبِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ You're protecting yourself from سُمٌ بُكْمٌ عُمْيٌ فَهُمْ لَا يَرْجِعُونَ يَجْعَلُونَ أَصَابِعَهُمْ فِي أَذَانِهِمْ مِنَ الصَّوَاعِقِ All those negative images that were terrifying of people who have no appreciation for guidance or are losing appreciation for guidance. Allah says, make the commitment that you want to be my slaves, you will be protected. You can be protected. So that's it for today's show. We hope we added value. We hope you enjoyed it. But most of all, we hope our guests inspired you to live with purpose. Don't forget to send us your suggestions via info at accidentalmuslims.com. If you know anybody out there that is inspiring, that's leading, that's living with purpose, please uh, do contact us. And remember, feedback is our oxygen. So follow us on social media. We're on Facebook. Instagram and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed. God bless. Assalamu alaikum.